Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Gremlin tells you when you're hungry, basically. Oh, yeah. Is it like a gremlin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking felt that. It's the gremlin yeah, inside you that yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. Oi, Jack, you're fucking hungry. Hello and welcome to the Manzilla Podcast. We are back. I am Gavin. I'm with Jack and Lou in the studio. Hi. Wagwan. Yes, and we have got Kung Lu with us today. And yeah, we have. We Hello. have indeed Kung Lu of Sust Eat. Yes. And um, it's a fantastic company. We'll get into that in a moment. But it's Jack's birthday today. Yeah, it is. It it's is indeed. Well, actually, it was yesterday, wasn't it? it well, yeah, but, yeah, but you know what? Every birthday. <laughs> Look, it's a big one, so that means I can like milk it for at least a week. Exactly. At Welcome least a week. to the 30s club. Thank you. Exactly. It's about time. It's a big one, isn't it, Jack? It's a big one. How do I, you feel? I feel good. Do you know what's funny? Like I had so many love, so much love from like, all my friends and family and everything, and then, and then my, my very quite conservative uncle was like, Welcome to your fourth decade. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? What kind, of a, what kind of a message is that? But anyway, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. I didn't. I had to actually work it out. I had to go like 10 to 2. Oh yes, I am in my fourth decade. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh wow. You look great. Thank you. Great. Thank you. On point today. Bands on point. It could be because your bloodstream is full of tequila right now. Oh yeah. (laughs) I just busted you, fam. Yeah. Yeah. Start again. That tequila. Oh, I've just. I had a couple of shots of that. Oh god. By the way, Gavin just now was like, I'm not really sure if coffee goes with tequila. It's called Cafe Patron, mate. It goes very, very well. Let's get on the coffee then. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, but yeah, no, I've had a good, I've had a good yeah. birthday. I actually, uh, I've, I've been looking forward to turning thirty. Thirty's mm. been uh, on my horizon for the last thirty years, and uh, it's been, it's been one of those things where I've just kind of worked out that you know, once I get there, I'll, I'll, I'll understand it, and yeah, I do. I actually understand it a lot more than I thought I would. Okay, yeah, do you good. understand yourself? No, have but you I will get yourself? there one day. So, Gav, did you buy these cakes? We I... have some lovely Peggy portions here. Yes, they, they look like. Oh, is that how you say it? Portions. Peggy portions. Peggy portions. I tried to say it in some sort yeah. of German Peggy. accent. Yeah. She's going to make my wedding cake. Is she? <laughs> Is it? When I, when I have my imaginary husband. Mm. <laughs> 
Their cakes look incredible. Like they're proper big cakes. Oh my word. They're a bit wanky, we- but I quite like that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was passing by it when I got off the um, when I got back from Manchester this this morning, and it just was calling me. Sugar was calling me, and I thought perfect present for Jack. It's perfect time because the show today is very much about how we eat, sustainability, and how we eat. Yes. So many things to think about here, and Kung's company does. Um, a lot of analysis uh, for all that, doesn't it, Kung? Yes. So how did you start Susti? How did you get into it? And what was your reason for doing it? Yeah, it's been quite an interesting journey for me, actually. Um, so I think about a year and a half ago, like a good mate of mine who I trust, like, you know, he's pretty, pretty clever and he's pretty health focused. And we were like having a drink at the bar and he was telling me about, you know, he's been doing this thing, intermittent fasting for the last month. And, oh, God, I yeah. can't do that. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm, whilst I'm shoving my face in Stop eating. Yeah, which, which basically is... Fasting, what's that? Which is basically uh, you, where you don't eat for a, a period of time, usually yeah. 16 hours, and you get to eat for eight hours a day. And he said, like, it's easy and you'll feel great. And so I thought, you know, why not? I'll just give it a go. And, I, and I've been doing it for a year and a half now. So that was kind of like there in my, the back of my mind. And I was... And it got me some really good results. So I would tell all my friends and family and I'd get them onto it. And you know, it was just I was boring everybody with it, actually. What, what kind of results were you getting? Um, abs. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking eight. You know those abs yeah. that appear like down your thigh? Those abs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Captain America, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I guess I... You're in no, good shape, no. man. You're well, already... naively, I, before I did, I thought I was, I was in pretty good shape, right? But, <laughs> but then, like, three months in, like, the fat just stripped away. And I was like, well, I, I look, like, better than I did in my teenage years. And I was like, this is this works for me. And uh, I think... And you also get, like, all this, like, amazing energy and mental focus as well. So, um, yeah, I, I feel it feels quite natural. Like, everyone's like, is it is it safe? Like, you know, it's weird not to eat. You know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but... Actually, when you dig into the science, actually, yeah, that's just kind of been a marketing ploy to like sell, hmm. sell right? us. Yes. So is breakfast not good? <laughs> I think everyone is different, right? Yeah. But, like eggs. You know, uh, it, the problem actually isn't breakfast. The problem is actually like if you ask quite a number of people in the Western world when they start eating and when they stop eating every day, it's usually pretty much when they wake up and when they go to sleep, and that's not normal. Yeah. Yeah. That, so. Doing that actually causes like great harm to your metabolic system. So, the idea that um, skipping breakfast, it's it's just a way of like allowing your body more time to actually you know have a rest from digestion, so it can do other things. So, but like naturally, most people wake up and yep. they will feel hungry. Yeah. Right. So, how do you battle? Yeah. Or how do you overcome that that feeling of like, oh my god, I need to eat something? Yeah. Before. 12 o'clock or mm. midday whatever you know 11 o'clock or whatever time you decide to eat so there's an interesting thing that happens with your body uh, at the physiological level like if you if you track this hormone called ghrelin in your body called ghrelin like, ghrelin yeah ghrelin. what does ghrelin do ghrelin tells you when you're hungry basically oh. yeah is it like a gremlin <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I fucking felt that it's the gremlin inside yeah, you yeah, that goes yeah, yeah. oi jack you're fucking hungry so <laughs> I think she'll sound a lot nicer than that. <laughs> Hello, Jack. Have some that's the voice in your head. That's the voice in your head, is that? Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, my, that's the one on my shoulder it's telling me. To know. Have another evil. beer. It's yeah. okay. Have another beer. I love yeah. drunk Jack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, basically, if you if you look at someone who eats breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and, and you look at their ghrelin levels, right, 
they spike at each of those times, yeah? Mm. But if you change that routine out, right? Even for three days, that level starts to drop off. So it's a, it's like chicken and the egg. It's like, is it because the hormone is there that you eat or is it because you eat that the hormone is there? But if you just don't eat in, in that same routine, those hunger levels drop off and actually it becomes quite easy not to eat breakfast. So, so, so if you broke it down into you, you didn't eat because your gremlin says no. Yeah. Gremlin, no. Gremlin, I'm seriously, I'm going to call it a gremlin because that's like in my head. Yeah. If your gremlin says, no, I don't need to eat, so then you don't eat, yeah. surely your body still needs fuel and still needs yeah. things to, to function and that's, whatever. That's a very good point. Right. Yep. But then on the flip side, if your gremlin says, I need to eat and you eat, but mm-hmm. you necessarily don't need it, yeah. then the side effects, I'm sure, are like what sluggishness and, and feeling you know lazy. and Yeah. And so this requires me to go into a bit of like, physiology so <laughs> so basically go so okay so your body can actually function on two sources of energy basically like sugar yeah mm-hmm. which is very accessible you like you have you know anything you eat anything you eat sugar is in your bloodstream yeah your body can use that for energy right but if that depletes your body still has energy and that's what fat is right so okay. yeah if you don't eat for long enough your body will tap into your fat and use it for energy so there's an idea that, you know, if you don't have breakfast in the morning, you'll be sluggish, you don't function. And it, it might happen in the first week because your body has to get used to switching over for a different energy source to, to fuel yourself. And yeah, some people have like headaches and things like that, but mm. it's just an adjustment period, right? It's like anything, your body has to adapt. Like when you first go to the gym, right? Like yeah. the first yeah. few sessions, you're like, oh, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. But yeah, after that, it, it actually gets enjoyable and it, and it feels pretty good. Okay. Um, so you don't eat from say like, do you have like set time? So you don't yeah. eat from say like nine p.m. until midday the next day, or yeah, around that. So for me, it's about eight p.m. and that works for me actually. Like you know, so you I have you finish dinner. eating by eight? Or? Yeah. Okay. And drinking, so drinking mm-hmm. alcohol breaks your fast. What about when you have to like go out for dinner and stuff? What? what yeah, I think um, I guess like I've adjusted it a little bit so that. You can have the flexibility. So when they say 16 hours, so mm-hmm. if I go out for dinner with friends and it runs a bit late, it might go to like 10, 11 even. Mm-hmm. I just push like when I eat the next day a bit further if I want to. Mm-hmm. But they kind of say like if you if you go for 12 hours, your body has done the digestion. Like your, your body has switched from sugar to mm-hmm. fat. So you start to get the benefits then. So, you know, at a minimum, you want to do about 12 hours. Yeah. So you oh, say wow. that switching from like sugars to fats, yep. right? Let's say, for example, you had zero sugars in your diet, yep. right? And then and you still did the twelve-hour fast or sixteen-hour fast. Yep. Would you reach that fat store quicker, or would would you would you find yourself feeling hungry quicker because you haven't got the sugars to keep you going until you hit the fat store? It's very multifactorial, isn't it? It's like you know why did the question is like why do people eat, right? It's like you know you eat because you know you're hungry because you need energy, but you eat also because it's habit. You know you have cravings mm, totally. for certain things. Mm. You yeah. you might feel happy bored. or sad, bored, yeah. and you want to eat. So there's like many many layers to it. But if you're just purely talking about like the physiological need for fuel, then your body actually doesn't need it because you have fat stores. Same. Mm-hmm. So and I'm what Asian do you snack on? Asian snacks. What, like, yeah. what, like what? Tell me what I'm Asian snacks are. I'm a reformed snacker, so there's hope, you know? Exactly. <laughs> like, 
I'm talking uh, like I'm, t- I'm saying like ramen as though it's ramen a snack. It's not. But every Asian, yeah, yeah, as emergency <laughs> has rations yes. and rations That's and true. boxes of ramen and packed in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I still do. Yes. Okay, yeah. of course you do. You're Asian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got rice a, crackers a too. Session on yeah. the other day. Yeah, yeah. Ramen and it was like it's more. It makes more money than rice. Yeah, really? yeah. yeah. So, like, because because Brilliant it's so westernized now as well. Yeah. Yeah. You go to Japan, so, right, and you get ramen cheaper than any other meal, and it comes in this massive bowl. Oh, I yeah. love it! I swear to God, like it's it's the most filling thing. It is, like, it's and the way you eat it is the best. Like, <laughs> literally, you got to eat that. Asian if you don't stuff. slurp, they think you're not enjoying it. Yeah, they true. think you're rude. Yeah, it's true. It's a whole thing. I did not have a clue about this. So yeah, Asian snacks like seaweed, rice crackers, anything like the Asian little cakes and stuff. As yeah. Well. yeah, it's so it's, good. It's good. So well, can you, we go for ramen after the show? Let's do it. Let's do it. I actually <laughs> want to go and get some ramen. But my, but my question to come was how do you get out of snacking? How do you condition yourself yeah. to not snack? Because <laughs> there, there must yeah. be a, a, a thing you can do to stop yourself just picking at things or you know just going for the yeah. for the usual treats that mm-hmm. you go for. Yeah, but it's chocolate. hard for you as well, right? <sighs> so for Gavin, he yeah. does. Like you, I don't know how you do. Like his night shifts, for example. Yeah, that makes he, it hard. He has to yeah, like definitely. work from three a.m. until whenever. He's got Fiji water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does. Hashtag sponsor. But I would be eating at. I'd be eating straight after I finish, like doing what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know. What, yeah, what, what do I you mean, call it? Pre- broadcasting? Uh, yeah. Filming? <laughs> Presenting. Presenting. Yeah, yeah, anchoring. Presenting. Anchoring. Yeah. Basically, yeah, just. Reading the news. Just I'm an anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> you are anchorman. Oh, no, oh, like, uh, <laughs> you are anchorman. Loud <laughs> noises! <laughs> <laughs> He's a big deal. Oh my god, we could be Anchorman. I can be uh, Victoria Corning Stone. Corning Stone. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Talk about the panda. (laughs) 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 But yeah, like don't you feel as soon as you like you're off air, you just want a snack, no? Because that's your time to eat. Throughout, yeah. I mean it's just it's difficult because you can't not snack in those hours. You also feel like you need the energy, you know, just to keep going. The interesting thing about um the way like we eat uh if we talk about like the Western diet, right, is that um, over time, like if you're eating constantly, your body is really bad at um, accessing the energy that from what you eat. Yeah. Yeah. So your body, even though you're eating and snacking all the time, your body isn't very efficient at taking that energy in. So therefore, it's telling you that actually you need to eat more to actually feed me. And over time, that gets worse and worse. It's, it's a vicious cycle, oh, and really? that's how, like, especially like obesity and that develops. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's a habit that's ingrained, and it just becomes. It's habit, and it's pure physiology. You can't deny it. Like people say, like, oh, why didn't, why don't you actually have any self control? But actually, yeah. your body is telling you you're starving. So right. You know, yeah. it's you. You have to actually fight. You know, the signals that, that are happening Jeez. deep within. So Kung, yeah. you've set out to achieve a goal. Yeah. What is that goal? I think, uh, yeah, my, my partner and I were talking about it yesterday, and I guess it's a billion-person challenge, really. Right. And, you know, we're still doing the research to kind of try and weigh up, you know, the, the balance of, like, what we can effectively do what, what and is what it, what is a, the biggest impact. What is a billion-person challenge in a, in a, in a nutshell? Means, what does it mean? Uh, well, yeah, it means getting a billion people to do something. One thing. One thing. Yeah. What is that one thing? And I would say for, for pure simplicity... <laughs> Uh, in terms of like the balance of uh, you know health and sustainability, it'd be no red meat. No red meat. No red meat. Really? really? Okay. I mean, a lot of people do that yeah. anyway, don't they? I mean, yeah. I think you know that's that's a hard line, and I think that's quite difficult for a lot of people. But I think that's where we'd want to get to and say in, like, let's say twenty years. Okay, 20 so years. red meat. Tell me why red meat is such a 
high on the priority list of things that we need to cut out of our diet. Okay. Well, first so, we need to look after the animals, Jack. Well, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm just saying yeah. that there is lots of animals that are yeah. not red meat mm-hmm. that could also be put into the equation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, I do like the old steak. Yeah. And I'm just <laughs> interested to know from someone who yeah. is an expert in the field why yeah. red meat is such a priority over something like chicken, fish, mm-hmm. whatever else. I don't know if you guys know about like there's like a carbon budget. Right? No. So how much is it? So at the start of this year, the carbon budget. So the carbon budget works. I'm serious. How much is the carbon budget? Yeah. So carbon budget basically set by the IPCC says that we have 420 gigatons of CO2 to emit. I actually yeah? have no idea what the fuck that means. Yeah. Though, like, so what? thank you. I asked the question. Right. And yeah. wind it, wind <laughs> it back. What does wind it mean? A bit more. Love, okay. love, this love, is love, why love. we need to be educated okay. because yeah. I don't. Where's the 400? Yeah, yeah. Carbon so, what? I guess the best, like, I think, like, people have always talked about climate change and man-made climate change and all this stuff, and, you know, people can argue about it forever. I think the way best that I've kind of discovered to look at it is that, like, yeah, humans, as we know, have existed for about 100,000 years, yeah? Civilization, as we kind of understand, you know, its development has happened over the last 10,000 years. And that's only happened because our climate has been stable, mm. yeah? So yeah. we... The climate is predictable enough that we can plant crops, grow crops, yet yeah, feed ourselves, right? So um, the UN has basically done a bunch of research and it says that if we put 420 gigatons more CO2 into the atmosphere, we, we will look at a global temperature rise, an average global temperature rise by about 1.5 degrees. It doesn't sound like much. By one again, sorry, by, by, by one point five, yeah, so, and that's that's only right. a a sixty six percent chance of achieving that. Yeah. And actually, if that happens, the world the is going to be a very different place. By which date, though? By which? Um, that's forever. Four hundred twenty gigatons. Four hundred gig. Four hundred twenty gigatons. <laughs> yes. Right. Can you can you put that into the perspective so of someone who doesn't know? Like, yeah. how many how many buses have to do so, like a two four three route from no, Waterloo no, to Waterloo? No, no, that's that's too. Yeah, yeah. Right. Basically. 420 gigatons is the budget. Yeah. Yeah. Each year, the world goes through four, four, 42 gigatons a year. So we go through so, 42 a year. Yeah. If we continue the way we are in eight years, we've got we're a million done. years. What? Eight years. Eight years. My maths terrible. Okay. So we've got, we've got eight <laughs> yeah. years. Yes. We've got eight years. Shit. And and 2018 Jeez. was we emitted the most we've ever done. Really? Yeah. So for all the talk, for all the, you know companies that say they're doing all this sustainability work like the needle hasn't shifted okay. at all yeah. so what are you doing to yeah. make a difference how so, are you going to achieve that billion what what's the strategy yeah i'm number so the one strat- so the strategy basically <laughs> when we started this we weren't sure what that yeah. meant and what would be the most uh, effective means of trying to tackle this but you know as i looked into it more in terms of like a health side of things and looking at like the way we eat and what we eat um so agriculture accounts for nine gigatons a year just production yeah and of that i would say probably five gigatons comes from beef so wow really yeah so that's me just doing some quick maths there yeah yeah but quicker than mine um okay yeah but because we're asian and we're really good at math yeah so (laughs) all right pythagoras theorem um five Five, t- yeah. five, five gigatons yes. of beef. Why, no. why beef over like sheep or pigs or anything yeah. else? Like what? 
Because surely they like graze yeah, and do the so, same thing. Yeah, I'll just I'll pick on the cows because it's yeah. easier <laughs> yeah, easier to do. They get the blame the cows. But, don't uh, they? Yeah, so sheep and that are similar, but cows it's just because the way they're reared, you know, how much water they require, how much land they require, um, the methane that thane they uh, emit, which is thirty times more potent than CO two. Wow. So Jeez. those are the things. Like if you look on a graph, like you know, like chicken, pork. Um, seafood uh are quite even right and yeah. then cows are like 15 to 20 times worse than that so yeah. the return on on beef is just really poor right for like the calories you get the protein you get for the costs yeah, yeah it's, it, it's, it's horrible well. so yeah. like you if you you know recently like that whole amazon forest thing right yeah so that is driven by the beef industry right okay so, the only way we can make more beef to actually meet demand is to clear more forest. Right, okay. That's the only way we can do it. So the the, the Brazilian Prime Minister basically has you know, stripped away environmental policies to actually burn down the Amazon to, to grow more cattle. And the, the numbers are staggering. Like, you know, they, scientists say like he could be one of the worst effectors of climate change because uh, in the next 10 years, they plan to clear... Uh, a ridiculous amount so each time you burn down a tree it releases all the co2 that it's been holding like for a century normally being a little extra might be a bit much but not when it comes to healthcare. that's why united healthcare's health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You've built an app, right? You've built an app that, yeah, that is getting helping there. Yeah. getting there, right? So you're, you're, you're building yeah. an app mm -hmm. that is going to hopefully help this problem. Yeah. Okay. Tell us what it is about this app that's going to help people on a day to day. Yeah. Like, you know, minute by minute yeah. process that's going to help people with this particular problem and help them essentially understand the issues mm. and the way that you can eat sustainably and better for the environment going forward. Sustainability and you know, it is a very complex topic um, and different people want to tackle it in different ways. Um, and I think that the one thing that we're trying to do is we're trying to simplify that. Like, we're trying to do all the research for you, get all the numbers that actually mean something uh, and present that to you, right? And so like w what we're thinking with the app is that, you know, you, if you tell me like, what your current diet is, I can tell you what, like, what, that, what does that mean? Yeah, Gosh, how much, how much, how much greenhouse gases does that require? Okay. Yeah, how much, how much land do we have to clear to grow that food for you? How much water will you use, right? And then we're hoping that by seeing that, you'll go, oh, you know, maybe there is something I'm willing to change for the planet, but also for my health. Because actually, eating a lot of red meat is, you know, correlated to heart disease, yeah, yeah, um, colorectal cancer. Uh, and it's also, you know, linked to you probably putting on a decent amount of weight too. So, 
you know, there's benefits from both sides. We're not, I think the, the idea that's been around for a long time is that, you know, if you give people enough information about something, they'll act on it. Yeah. And that's, that's ridiculous. How do we, oh, I'm how so do, worried. How do we get people to care? I mean, it, for me, like the problem I have with all of this, I think I, I'm starting, for, for some reason now I'm getting older, I seem to care more now yeah. because of, you know, hopefully having kids in the future, what, mm-hmm. their, what their horizon's going to look like. Yeah. But how do we get people right now, us lot in this room, you know, our peers, yeah. our friends, people we know, to actually give a damn yeah. and start making that's, changes? That's the humanity saving question right there yeah so it's you know um because obama think, failed really i think yeah he tried but he didn't really ha- his agenda didn't really take off yeah gordon brown tried a few things when he was prime minister here didn't mm-hmm. work out i forgot about him yeah we, he was yeah. he was bit, very big on the green side yeah. of things i think yeah. i think wasn't he blind in one eye yeah 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 rugby yeah. injury apparently he could never walk le- he could never turn left that's zoolander oh no that's zoolander sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> confused wow, anyway carry on no so like i i, I totally un- understand what, what gab's saying yeah but it's like right so yeah we don't eat red meat but yeah. then look at okay look at the fucking six biggest supermarkets sainsbury's tesco sainsbury yeah. sainsbury's tesco's as the um whole food you know all these where are they getting their products from they don't tell you they yeah. don't tell you look you're getting bananas from south america yeah. or india or wherever else responsibly farmed. exactly yes. how much carbon emissions are coming from all these different places yeah. and yeah. what it's doing to the planet and whatever like, yeah Actually, wouldn't it be better if we all went back to our original greengrocers and got what's on season? Because actually, Brussels sprouts aren't in season in the summer. Yes. Or bananas aren't meant to be grown in the winter. Yeah. Or like, well, you I haven't know, heard whatever. that word in a while, mm-hmm. greengrocer. greengrocer. Yeah. I don't think I've, I've got one in. Do you remember like, do you remember Snap? And you used to have like the no. picture and the greengrocer. I'm yeah. a lot older than you. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> do you remember Noughts and Crosses? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, well, I'm not that old, mate. Jeez. Oh, geez, okay, but it's not just red meat, though. They say a lot of things are really bad for the environment, yeah, right? So, for example, now everyone's such like a super foodie. So yeah. it's like avocados, <laughs> quinoa, yeah. and all that crap. Mm-hmm. But they say, actually, that's really bad for the environment yeah. to grow quinoa and avocados yeah. and all this shit. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Why well, is it bad? Know. Mate, I just read what yeah. is on and my think, Explore page. I think this is the problem. I get my news off Instagram, okay? And this, that's what they tell me. This is part of the so problem. Then, you can't eat red meat. You can't eat avocados because yeah. that's bad for you. And they're yeah. going to tell me next that I can't eat well, rice. Yeah. I'm Chinese. I can't not eat rice. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, what rice the fuck is fine. Can I eat? Rice, rice is fine. Are it's you good. sure? Yes. But I'm not biased or anything, but rice is fine. <laughs> Kung used yeah. to have a really, really cool pop-up restaurant. Yeah. Okay. You so, yeah. had a restaurant? Yeah. yeah, I thought I wanted yeah. to be a chef. Yeah. There is a lot of strings to this man's bow. I saw that in your bio, you... yeah. yeah. What did, what was we your... ran a, a Vietnamese-Thai kind of like, yeah, pop-up restaurant. Where was that? Stoke Newington. Yeah, Jack helped me out there. Oh, did he? A few times, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I did. Do you know what we should do? What's that? <laughs> Here we go. Avocado, something to do with avocado. Don't. Don't look down on me. Ben. I'm not looking down. I'm looking very up. I'm, so I'm intrigued by this I've been watching this, this show on Netflix called The Chef Show. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you've seen the movie Chef where he basically uh, hires, buys that battered old food truck and he goes yeah. around South, uh, America. <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Let's not do that. No, it's, uh, I can't remember what his name is. But yeah, we could do a man's in a food truck and we can sell like dumplings and buns and True. stuff. Like meat True. free. Yeah, yeah. Kong can help us. He do can, we have you know, any say in what yeah. we say, what we sell we or sell is it just meat? dumplings and buns? No, because no one's going to want to eat <laughs> no, like, you know, the stuff you eat. What, ham sandwiches? Kong, you were okay. talking about greens and... Oh, sorry, yeah. back to that. Yeah, no, so, no, yeah, no, I think I was really interested. changed, Loose points, this is a very common problem. Yeah, but the superfoods that 
yes. everyone encourages you to so buy. It's is like, that again another marketing ploy? Yes, it is. Because actually, it's very bad it to is. grow those things, and you know. So, from perspective of sustainability, like the worst thing by far is beef. Like okay. you know, when you're talking about where your avocado comes from, or you know, like how much superfoods you should be eating. That's when you've already done everything else. That's when you should be worried about that, I would say. Because it's like this huge problem, right? It's like beef is what's driving deforestation. It's beef is pumping all this greenhouse gases and methane into into the atmosphere. So, you know, when you're trying to make these little changes, and that's, I think, part of the confusion for people is like, what do I do? And how does it make an impact? And I think that's where I, I think maybe we could change this because mm. the way we think the that our app and platform functions is that you know you give me your inputs for what you've eaten today and i i give you the immediate feedback right and so over some time you can should be able to see that actually shit like you know i've saved you know a whole football field from being cleared because i haven't eaten red meat for so long so is it like my fitness pal yeah but for sustainability yeah Okay. There you go. It is. But my fitness pal okay, so there's, it's there's very problem, comprehensive. There's, there's there's a problem with that also is Why? because um okay. So it doesn't, it doesn't so, recognise Weetabix. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking doesn't like Weetabix. Your diet is atrocious. What? Weetabix Ham are really good for you. No, Weetabix, are you seven years old? Dude. <laughs> Fiber. Yeah, yeah. Can we please teach this man yeah. some culture? You know he's yeah. eating roast beef on Sunday. Well, leave me alone. It's my birthday, isn't it? <laughs> With bro? mustard. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It is his With birthday. With a ham sandwich. It You've is his birthday. Yeah, yeah, for a treat. Exactly. Exactly. It's allowed. But I also feel, <laughs> not to generalise the Where's Asian, the you know, um, different cultures and different diets and stuff, but I feel as though, like, uh, Asians generally don't really eat that much beef anyway. We I no. would tend to eat a lot of fish and seafood yeah. more, than, more than anything. Yeah, I think partly because we uh, like, I'm, we I'm like not sure the cost. The cultural <laughs> context and history of that, but I think it was mostly because it was really expensive. Like yeah. no, no one really could afford to eat red meat back in the day, and, and yeah. if you did, you have to stretch it out for the family of twelve. You know exactly. Yeah. Mm. So but when I'm in Hong Kong, I don't, I don't go out for steak. Mm. You know? But the the, the 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 problem that the trend is though is is China is becoming you know the new wealthy, and you know a sign of wealth is eating red meat. Yeah. So that it's going to be a billion more people that Jeez. want to eat red meat. So that is driving it. So yeah. the prediction is that in 2050, we have to make double the amount of red meat that we are making. Wow. Now. So Kim, um, when it comes to future trends, right? Um, mm-hmm. What do you envisage being the thing in the next, within the next five years that we as consumers will have to implement in order to have a better future? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> um, yeah, that's something we are aiming to, to solve. Like across, So the idea is that we want to start with with food and diet because that's something you do every day. Supposedly you make like 306 decisions about food a day, subconscious or conscious. So we feel like, you know, if we can kind of start that journey with people there, um, the next thing we'll probably tackle is potentially like you know where you get your energy from. So, right. so you know it, you know how can we switch to green energy? How can we be more mm. energy efficient? But it does come down to the idea that um, we we need to change the way we live and consume things. Basically, like you know, there's this mm, optimistic idea that if we can make things more sustainably we can still consume at the same rate. It doesn't add up, you know, like, yeah. you know, you become more efficient, but 
you're doing more of it so it washes out pretty much right so you know then we're all fucked still yeah so yeah um uh so i think that the trend basically is it's you know buying things that last you know buying things that when you actually need them yeah right like maybe almost it, it is reshaping culture to be like you know what what things do i really need to to live and be happy you know it's like it, it's hard but you know it, it is where we need to move to because you know the prediction is like in the developed world we basically would need to cut back one sixth of our living standard to actually meet all these climate um goals that's not going to happen yeah. right because you know, no one wants to give up their comforts but there are certain things that can really make a difference like yeah. like like eating well and the one our approach really is that we don't want people to try and just do something for the good of future generations it's like what can you do now that's good for you yeah but also will pay off for for you know your future and and other humans futures as well so so intermittent fasting isn't just about eating less it's about sustaining the the, the essentially the diet for the future and the the food yeah resources that we have for the next so I think, coming century or two yeah so i think like culturally the context of intermittent fasting is just starting to be on the mainstream and it's being accepted as a, a new way of of um of eating really it's a diet in a way but it's probably more of a of a, uh, a strategy a lifestyle, lifestyle. yeah, yeah. Mm. um and one way to look at it is like okay if you're eating three meals a day and you know if you're having some meat in those each of those meals cutting out one meal you know you've already done part of it right yeah um and i think the interesting thing that happens when you start doing the fasting is you 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 start losing your cravings actually you have more control over like your food decisions because you're not at the mercy of your your, your your body well, your body's an incredible tool it, it adapts so quickly yeah you know? like if anyone's ever tried getting up early when they haven't been used to it it takes your body like three days four days max to get up at a certain time yeah. and then you don't even have to set an alarm your body will naturally wake up to that yeah. you know how long how many times have you got up at 6 a.m every every weekday and then saturday morning you want to line and you can't you get up at 6 a.m yeah. because your body mm -hmm. wakes you up that's true I, that is true I, I completely agree with you it's like if you get your body used to eating at a certain time and, and going through it like i, I also mm -hmm. did intermittent fasting for a year mm -hmm. and i loved it i lost a load of weight and i felt mm -hmm. myself really finding like a good relationship with food but then yeah. i started training really hard yeah. and i and i needed to eat more because yeah. my body wanted it and mm -hmm. then that so my my, my yeah. priorities changed yeah but for the for the 95 percent of the population who are you know to put it bluntly just going through life doing their thing you know eating to fuel their lives mm. you don't need everything that, no. you, that the society says you know yeah. you don't need breakfast snacks lunch snacks mm -hmm. dinner dessert everything yeah. i've also never been a person that like sticks to eating three meals a day i just eat when mm. i want to eat like sometimes yeah, i forget but to eat or a lot I don't of people don't do that a lot of people just kind of like feel like oh, i can't skip this meal because yeah, yeah. whatever reason that is i don't right? have that set three meal thing yeah. in my head i just snack but it's an opulence thing as well like you yeah. know people are brought up in in environments where they're like well we must have breakfast because we're brought up as kids to have breakfast yep. so yeah. therefore when they are adults they go 
I can't leave the house without breakfast because yeah. Yeah. that means I'm going to be mm-hmm. hungry and that means I'm going to yeah. be I'm going to be like grumpy and whatever else. Yeah. So they forced breakfast down their throat, even though they were out for dinner until eleven o'clock the night before mm. and they woken up at six o'clock in the, in the mm. morning. Yeah, you're not it's, hungry. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I can't eat. I, I can't eat that early. Six a.m. Yeah. I but, can't but people eat have to because sometimes you don't know when your next meal is coming and it's yeah. almost this like survival <laughs> thing. Yeah, 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 when yeah, your next really. meal is coming, that's kind of a weird thing to think <laughs> about, really right? Is. Living in this living, day, yeah. Jesus Christ, a pret on every corner. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's nuts. It like, is. It yeah, is. It's an ingrained like ideology that we we almost don't question, yeah. right? And I think there is, uh, you know, it comes from a health side, but it also comes from the sustainability side of like consumption. It's like you know, what do I really need? Like you know, okay. so I think you know, with the fasting journey, like when you only tend to eat for eight hours a day, you start to then think, okay, what do I want to put into my body now? Mm. And so you, you start to think about that a little bit more and then you start to think, okay, am I actually hungry? Do I want yeah. some food or am I just bored? Yeah. And you can, then, mm. so yeah. I think once Boring. you kind of have that bit of self-awareness, I think that can seep into other aspects of your life as well. So boredom eating, yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's crazy. And like, convenience too. Absolutely. You know, like when you live by yourself, you're not really gonna, I'm like that, I live on, on my own and sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I can't really be bothered to like cook for myself. It's yep. just me and like have this whole, effort of putting everything mm-hmm. together and sometimes when you're in a move it's just you just grab what you can yeah mm-hmm. what, whatever's convenient as yeah. well which isn't always the best thing mm. um gavin's food stories crack me up <laughs> yeah let's just talk about that yeah for a oh, second yeah, yeah. Just, sure. yeah the yeah. other night i was dying which one the yeah. one where he was like <laughs> which um, one love it he's got a bank is, of things that you could have told about Tr- well the thing is like starts. oh mate i just had a five guys oh, i can't believe i did that yeah, yeah. you know yeah. but that wasn't the funniest one the funny ones that he, he knows what he's about to eat is wrong but yet he yeah, doesn't yeah. care so it was does the he do one it in the got... shower because <laughs> that's probably the There's next thing of, gavin has this thing about recording himself in the shower yeah yeah or just fresh out the shower whenever we release the new episode every week he'll announce it topless Okay, just getting out of the shower. Yeah. Just getting out of the shower, mate. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, guess yeah. what? We've got a new yeah, episode. Yeah. Whatever works. Like, why have I missed up, this? Swipe up. Why have I missed this? I did not know that. We've been doing this for a long time now, and I did not know that he announced not... the show topless out the shower. Did, have you reactivated your Instagram No. Yet? Well, you better do that. <laughs> you better do it. This you is your responsibility to tell me this stuff. I'm just going to screen out. record them and send them to you. What? But the other yeah. night, for example, when you uh, bought that pizza... <laughs> Oh, yeah. like, but oh, to God, be yeah. fair, it looked amazing. He was like, oh, God, guys, look what I just did. I've just bought this. Shit. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I'm going straight to hell. And look what I got after. Uh, what was what dessert was that? That looked amazing as well. Was it the churros? Uh, the, the churros. churros. Oh, and it was all man. from M&S. And mm-hmm. to be fair, M&S. Yeah. For, for ready-made food yeah. that you can just whack in the oven. Like, come on. It's the best thing about living in the England, ch- really. The churros, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he was like, oh, God, I'm going straight yeah. to hell. Oh, my it was so funny. This is the problem I have at the moment. It's, it's just, it, you know, I do I do well in the gym, doing pretty well with the fitness journey at the moment. You've also lost a bunch of weight. Do you think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, but I think there fasting. was a, it's the, it's the night shift. Yeah, probably is that. And it's, I don't know what it, I don't think I have lost weight. I think your, I've been, your clothes are baggy on you right now. Do you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, I do feel like I'm, I think it's going in different places. It's just it's moving yeah. around. But do you like, not think a lot of what is. you eat is <laughs> once because you get of the app, right? Yeah. Once yeah, you get the, app, the app, convenience, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you will be on a path to okay. a new person. Yeah. Mina, Mina, yeah, this is it. Mina, yep. Mina, for life, and yeah. fucking machina. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I love making that. a difference. And yeah. unfortunately, that's where we have to end the show. All right, so can I get a fork now so I can eat this cake? Yeah, all this talk about fasting is making me hungry. It's a lovely cake. 
Kung, where can people find you online? So Jack has just given uh, us a nice little prompt for sust. Yes. Yeah. Suster? Sust? How do you pronounce Sust, it? yeah. Sust. Oh, yeah. Okay. S-U-S-T-E, guys. Yes. So, S-U-S-T-E. yeah, S-U-S-T-E dot live. Is this the live. name of the app? Yep. Yeah. Okay, and is the app live now? App isn't live, so, yeah, we, we're looking to Coming build to it. Coming so, the launch date? Hopefully in the new year. It's, uh, you know, try and capture everyone that's keen to make a difference. And, so, Merry uh, Christmas, change, everyone. Change, <laughs> change their Do habits. around Chinese New Year. Yeah. A lucky time for you, yes. Can you put a dating element into the app as well? Everyone seems to want to be a dating no, Gav, these days. No, this is all about Face- fitness and health. Facebook are doing a dating You're getting app, way too greedy. You yeah. have so many dates on the go all the time. So you right, Kung, we can down. find you. Uh, we yeah. can find, but uh, personally, where can we find you, Kung? Uh, <laughs> me? Uh, maybe on Instagram, yep. I guess. It's Kung, Kung, C-U-O-N-G-L. U dot X, yeah. Wicked. Excellent. What does the X mean? Uh, I come from a user experience design. It's my geeky, my geeky username uh, there. Oh, yeah. yeah, he says that yeah. now on yeah. air, but I really uh, know the answer. This <laughs> is sort of like the the Gen Z yeah. Vogue now, isn't it? You I don't have know. X after anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll go with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and Lou, you are at Luling Chan at Luling Chan. You know, aren't you? you know it. You know it, Gav. And uh, as you all know, listeners, you can find Jack Revel through me, girls, if you or guys as well if you'd like to uh, take Jack out on a date uh, feed him more tequila just slip me a DM and I will forward that request on for you Um, if you're a weirdo please don't send me any DMs and Gav well I'm at Gavin our official but we're also all of us still three of us are at Manzilla online that's the best one and And we'll be posting a lot more on that yes indeed that is coming at you hard and fast <laughs> very soon, very soon. But no, no, please do send us uh, any messages on that and also subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms that you listen to podcasts on. Leave us a wicked review. That's really helpful. Or a that. nice emoji. Or a nice emoji. And from uh, from myself, who's now turned 30 and wise, yeah. this uh, could quite possibly be the best uh, podcast you can, I can ever listen to. see one wrinkle. And fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> There's at least four. Um, so yeah, subscribe, yes. love it, and share it. Brilliant stuff. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for listening. This has been the Manzilla Podcast. Have a great day. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.